0: The ca- I was brought up in quote Bedford Stuyvesant in my town, but I would like to say what scares us is I think we hear violence. What you fear, it is a deep guilt thing. White folks suffer. You are afraid that if we ever come to power, we will do to you and your fathers what you and your people.
1: Have done to us. Scary, it? we? we did you we we remember Hope all that fear that you living with was worth it. it gotta look like praising y'all God. Huh? He never huh? showed us mercy. When my dogs get praise to Allah, paint a picture perfect, sir. They say they listen if you preach, but it's all how would you feel if i put lashes cross your back come beat your main thing on the back and look you dead up in your eyes and you can't say cause she, you ain't black <laughs> type of children that's gonna The sadden the power which if I catch you a light on all- and I said I hang you up now you hanging around stripping your britches and cutting round Pick your invention and say that it's mine and do it again and again over time. The hate that I feel, the hate that I will, yeah I taught you that's I'm teaching your kind. What <laughs> if one day I said, "Nigga, you free? You can do you, but not better than me." And get your ass now, you land on your feet, you building up something better off without me. Your community busts, you never need me, and that made me jealous. Now I'm scorching your street Ain't shit you could tell us. I bet they won't catch us. Big by the boat. jump a bomb from propellers. <laughs> Bitches, you bonkers, out of your mind. Bitch, I'm a trickster. Give me your shine, Fuck if you bleed, just how I bleed. Fuck how you feel, you still ain't my kind And fuck how you feel, you're over time And fuck if you don't, I'm still dealing with mine I can wet you and they still let me slide Blame the disorder, condition for crime But if you try, to give you some time And even if not, still hit with the time They just scared of success, I condition your mind To the back of the bus, you ain't sitting with mine You can build up my home, but no living around mine Then I catch you around hate. ain't no visiting time I kept you in chains and taught you to hate Then took off the leash, start killing your kind And I'm like, I can offer you freedom But you gotta fight it I can offer you freedom, but never no peace. I can ship you some drugs, that's for the elite. I'm oppressing your hood, I'm flooding the streets. Then I send in my thugs, I call the police. They got the power.
2: Lacking reacting, animal lacking reacting. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years we've been lacking reactive. No more like we active. We standing up now we up at it we at you oh, yeah. Now I go get it and stack it Waking up now we don't need no more traffic. Okay? Cause we know these niggas acting They talk about guns we know that they capping oh, yeah. We know they got it all rapping The youth don't need a stun double Introduce to the real thing Gotta tell them about the hidden hand Real talk that's the real pain Introduce you to the white man Think you made it that's the real pain Then I let you see a white snake and you can't see they the same thing Get your bread yeah build your business Hidden hand in the Same lane, keep us slaves in a small cell. Tell a young nigga bang bang, shoot first, ask questions later. Two brothers in the same game fuck that like fuck crack, big dog like a great dang. 400 years we've been lacking reactive, animal lacking reactive. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it, waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting, they talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years we've been lacking reactive, and the more lacking reactive. We standin' up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it, wake it up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting, they talk about guns, we know that they
3: cappin', We know they got it all rapping. 400, no rappin'. 400 years in a living
2: hell, great
3: chains got yeah welcome to the campaign tv show i am your host brother king cam and y'all listening to that latest single by my brother ben x it's called 400 years family let me bring that back let me bring that back one time for the one time everybody that's up in here tonight we are going to be discussing tamika mallory the cadillac commercial and the atmosphere that black leadership is creating family so make sure that you are tuned in make sure that you share this out to all of your family and friends that are watching and want to be watching on the playback as well, family. So let's go ahead and tap in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know I had the DJ effects in here too. Let me bring that four hundred years back one more time, one more time. Welcome to the Campaign TV show. You don't tell the white man that you're willing to go back and cut no underbrush.
0: We already did that once. If we have to do it again, that's not progress. Hell
3: no. Come on. Yeah.
0: Then we help you Bill. go and find some other state to move in, you move out, we move in. And wait a minute, you say, oh come on, on. that's a factory, well damn you better put it in your pipe then.
2: Ah. 400 years we been lacking reactor. and no more lacking reactor. we standing up now we up at it, we at ya, now I go get it and stack it, waking up now we don't need no more trapping, cause we know these niggas acting, they talk about guns, we know that they capping, we, we know they got it enough rapping. 400 years we've been lacking reactive. Yeah. And the more lacking reactive. We, we standing up now. We up at it. We at you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now. We don't need no more trapping. Okay? Uh, Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns. We know, know. that they capping. Yeah. We know they got it. I'm rapping. The youth don't need a stunt double. Introduce them to the real thing. Gotta tell him about the hidden hand. Real talk, that's the real bang. Introduce you to the white man. Think you made it, that's the real pain. Then I let you see a white snake and you can't see they the same thing. Get your bread, yeah, build your business. Hidden hand in the same lane. Keep a slaves in a small cell. Tell a young nigga, bang, bang. Shoot first, ask questions later. Two brothers in the same game. Fuck that, like fuck crack. Big
3: dog like a great day, 400 years. We've been lacking reactive. Ain't no more lacking reactive family, 400 years. We've been lacking. We act reactive. Ah. Hey, 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 powerful, powerful record. Powerful, powerful record. So again, welcome to the campaign TV show. I am your host brother, King Cam. And I just want to shout out everybody in the comments section that's checking in brother Mike. Assalamu alaikum, dear brothers. Uh, Kaneta. assalamu alaikum, sister. Brother Randolph, assalamu alaikum, family. Make sure that you go ahead and tap in, uh, comment, let me know what's going on. Let me put your comments up here on the screen so everybody can see. We're going to be giving shout outs. And, family, I am going to also give you an opportunity to call in. We're going to try this out. I got everything set up. So that we able to go ahead and try to get a call in show tonight, if possible, a call in show tonight, if possible. So, um, I'm going to try to set that up family. So praise belongs to Allah. So everybody saw the title, we're going to be discussing Tamika Mallory in the Cadillac commercial. I went into a little bit of it on my Instagram live earlier today. So you can go back and check the playback out of that on my page. Oh, let me, let me get that on mute that (laughs) where we discussed again, Tamika Mallory and the, uh, Cadillac commercial. And we discussed if it was a good or a bad thing, but what I wanted to also do on the podcast was go into the atmosphere that is being created by Black media, we gonna to listen to some words of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan as well to help bring this thing into uh, fruition. We're gonna bring this thing full circle. All right, family, so... Oh, wa'alaikum salam, brother Rafiq. Peace and blessings, brother David. Wa'alaikum salam, brother Rama. or oh, Sister Rama, excuse me. Oh, we got the family in here tonight. All right, we got Durham, North Carolina in the building. Shout out to Durham, North Carolina. So... We're going to be discussing the atmosphere that is created, being created by black America and media. So I first want to begin with the fact that I listened to a lot of the commentary that was put out via social media on YouTube of the pushback or perspective About our sister Tamika Mallory in the recent Cadillac commercial that just aired on TV. And I wanna start by saying that in two of the shows that I listened to, they were not attacks on our sister. And I felt like and feel that that is very important to say because we don't want it to be seen on this show or based on the Perspective and the uh, content that I heard from the other shows that we are attacking our sister, okay? Because that's not what we're doing. Not attacking our sister Tamika. But what we're going to do is we're going to highlight some of the different things that were visible. Now, I listened to my sister Vicki Dillard show that comes on Fly Nubian Queen. Many of you all may be familiar with it, Mike. Right? even be us, uh, probably, you know, watch her show on a regular basis. I know I'm a fan of the show and I watch it all the time. She did a broadcast yesterday. No, I watched it yesterday, but she did a broadcast a few days ago. She did a broadcast a few days ago where she taught, spoke on the subject. And I got some points that I took away from her broadcast that I wanted to highlight because I thought it was very, very important. And I want to bring to light in this show, what I see going on by major players in the black community as leaders that I don't think they are cognizant of, and this can be used as an atmosphere or a tool against the rise of the black community. I'm going to tell you why in a minute. So just stay tuned. All right. So one of the things that our sister Vicki Diller highlighted in her show was there was, or is a staunch division that is visibly seen among those who are leaders and activists. And I'm, I'm going to say that again, there is a staunch division. That is, that is visibly seen in those who are leaders and activists. And she talked about in, um, her critique of the commercial, she highlighted certain instances where you have activists, those who uh, are on a more mainstream level, your Tamika Mallory's of the world, your Sean Kings of the world, your Benjamin Crump's, you know, civil rights attorneys and things of that nature who seem to be extremely visible at a time of crisis and extremely visible when it comes to bringing attention to different matters in our community which is a beautiful work because that's a part of it. And we here on the campaign TV show appreciate and salute all of the, the beautiful work that those brothers and sisters are doing. But this needs to be said as I watched sister Vicky's show, she talked about how there seems to be a disconnect between that type of community activists, And the grassroots, uh, community activists and media. And I also was able to see that distinction while Lake of Salam system. And one of the things I want to say about our sister, Tamika Mallory was this. She is one of the few people in our generation that has been on a national platform and a national stage and defended our man, the honorable brother minister Louis Farrakhan on the view to Megan McCain. She didn't pull no punches, called the minister to go on national TV, called the minister to go. That's more than what a lot of us do On social media, she got on national TV on the view in front of millions of people and said to Megan McCain's face that the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is the goat. So in order for her to have that strength, you are talking about a sister who is rooted on the basis of truth and understand the work of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan and she has never backed off of those claims. And ever since those claims, and the fact that she has never backed off of those claims has heightened the awareness of the enemies of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. And the light has been shined on our system. So I want to keep that in perspective for those of us who Think that we're going to get on here and go after our sister Tamika Mallory because of some car commercial. That's not what we're about to do. What we're about to do, though, is address the atmosphere that is being created via social media among those who have influence and may be seen to others as black leadership. There's an atmosphere being created that could cause any one of these quote unquote, uh, influential people or influencer, influences in black leadership to be put in a position that the enemy could then do them harm. That was heavy. That was heavy because what we don't understand is that the enemy, his nature is to make mischief and he will make mischief with created things with the media, with news, with all these different types of things that we like to talk about. And the minister said that we love to talk. We love to talk. So the enemy will create talking points for us to talk. And in the process of us talking about these points, we rebuke our brothers, I rebuke, our sisters in a way that our language can be taken out of context. So you see in our community, especially on these social media streets because that's where everybody's at right now. Uh, it's not a lot of activity going on outside. It's still activity going outside, but everything is happening on uh, the social media streets and you see where influential people are using their platforms to attack other people who may be doing some good in the community, but might not line up with their particular ideology and are attacking them and questioning them with baseless accusations that can cause an atmosphere of hostility. So as I listened to Sister Vicky in her show, she did not attack our sister Tamika Mallory personally. And I want to make that very clear. She did not attack our sister personally, but she went after the separation and the gap between those in grassroots activism and media and the Sean Kings and the Tamika Mallory's of the world. And how it seems as though after you reach a certain point, you want to distance yourself from those who are boots on the ground, those who are in the trenches, those who mainstream media really don't want to hear from. And I believe it's important that we speak on this point because our sister again, Tamika Mallory, defended against the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan And on a national platform, she did that. And in the same time, she has been honored at the Grammys, which was protested by the ADL, the Simon Wiesenthal Center. And it got all the way back to Jerusalem. I want you to hear what I'm saying now. It got all the way back to Jerusalem. So what we don't really understand is that our sister Tamika Mallory is on the radar now of the ADL. And what we don't really take into consideration, the fact that our sister now has gotten on the radar of the ADL, which means She has the same enemies looking at her that are also, and have been on a character assassination campaign against the honorable minister Louis Farquhar for over a decade now. This is not something that just started. This is something that the minister has been under for over a decade now. And this is the type of power. That is now shifted towards our system and the black media and the division that's being displayed amongst those who say that they are leadership or have some type of influence in our community. Is creating an atmosphere that we could be used in the words that we say or tweet that's heavy, not safe, but the words that we tweet could be used as justification for getting somebody else hurt or putting them in a position that's not so favorable family. So listen, the atmosphere that black leadership and black media have created is one that the enemy now can manipulate. See, when we looked at the COINTELPRO and we watch Judas and the black Messiah, we watched how the enemy operated from the outskirts, but utilized those within the organization to create the atmosphere for chairman Hampton to be murdered. So they had somebody on the inside all the time that is there to give them inside information and to help them shape and form the atmosphere. This is very important family. Make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure that you comment so we can tap in and see what you have to say about the matter. But this is important because when they are able to manipulate the atmosphere, then they can come in and act as if they're peacemakers. And when they come in and act as if they're peacemakers, really, they're fueling, they're fueling the fight on both sides. So many people are upset with our sister, Tamika Mallory for this Cadillac commercial. She got a lot of pushback from the community. And from those saying that she sold out because of the Cadillac commercial. And one of the things that I wanted to highlight is the fact that when we say that one has sold out, that's a very, very heavy thing to say about somebody. You know, to say that somebody sold out. That's heavy stuff. So, as I study this and looked at this, I'm trying to figure out well, where did sister sell out at? Because we have this crazy thinking in the black community that anytime money is involved, we start to get funny. We get funny with the money. And think about this: we have people who are working in our community in a liberation struggle. And I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you straight up. I am not one of those people that ever get sideways with anybody about making some money. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Hit the comment section if you got something that you want to say about it, but I'm not, I'm not ever questioning nobody about getting no money as long as you didn't sacrifice your morals for it. As long as you stood on principles and truth get you some money. So I'm not ever going to say, well, you know, them, 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 you know, them niggas, them niggas done raised all that money and now they're they all here doing, they all here doing all this. And we trying to figure out where the, where the money at and what they got going on. See, that's, that's our thinking. That's our thinking. That we now got to have a running tally on the money that we donated to them for the cause in which they are working towards. Now check this out. Check this out. This is how crazy we are in, in the black community it's damned. If you do damned, if you don't, because if you, if we donate money to you and then what happens is you start asking what we did with the money. Well, my whole thing is this. If you did what you say you was going to do with the money, then it's nothing else for us to say after that. If we donate new money to get a school to get a hospital to start a grocery store, whatever the case may be, you produce those things then the whatever else is done with the money as far as making sure that you have a place to stay, you know food on the table, you taking care of your family, that's you because I don't understand why we don't think it's okay to pay our activists. why don't we think it's okay? to pay our freedom fighters. They're doing work. They're doing work, family. Anything that you put focus and energy into is work. When people flying back across the country, going to this different rally, going to this protest, cause can't nobody say Tamika Mallory ain't put in the work, can't nobody say that these people haven't seen her out there in the middle of the fight, you know, protesting outside of jails, being out there in Louisville, you understand me? flying back and forth across this country. She don't fly for free. She gotta eat when she get to where she going. She gotta have somewhere to stay, but we're not financing that. But then you get upset with the sister because she is uh, getting paid to do a Cadillac commercial. So which way do you wanna have it? Do you wanna have it where you're gonna donate to her so that she can continue to do the work that she's doing and she don't have to do Cadillac commercials? Or are you going to withhold your hand and be niggardly? huh? Withhold your hand, not donate to her and then have a side eye and say the sisters a sellout, say that the Cadillac commercial was ill-timed. And it was distasteful and all of these other things. When we really don't have even all the actual facts, but this is the stuff that we as black people do, you know? As if we ain't bought up a whole bunch of Cadillacs. As if we didn't, as if we didn't have no Cadillacs. We 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 self-righteous now. <laughs> sister, Sister Tamiga Mallory in the Cadillac commercial, and all of us forget about all the lacks we done rode in. We done forgot about all the uh we, we forgot about all the lacks that our homeboys had. We done forgot about all the smooth rides we done been in the Cadillacs, all the all uh you you talked about how smooth that lack ride. You understand, you talked about the white walls that was on your grandpa lap. Everybody in there, everybody in their mama had a Cadillac. Or oh, you know somebody that had a lap. And all of a sudden now, this sister in the Cadillac commercial, you anti-Cadillac? Well, we know Cadillac was like the black Mercedes in our community for a long time before we started getting paper. And we was able to start getting that, getting the business, getting the uh, the BMWs, you understand me, driving foreigners, But before you was getting German engineering, it was Cadillacs. So now all of a sudden you 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 ain't buying no Cadillac no more? Man, listen. It's not about the Cadillacs. But it's about when you're dealing with these multi-million dollar corporations. Huh? Some 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 this is about these multi-million dollar corporations. And a brother just mentioned the fact that some of those things aren't being produced. So you donating to situations that they're not producing. I, I'm not talking about that. Because obviously you need to produce what you say that you're trying to accomplish when you are receiving the people's money. But Tamika Mallory is not in that conversation. Because she didn't say that she was going out and was going to produce a school. She didn't say that she was going out and she was going to produce a building. She didn't say that she was going out and she was going to produce this, that, and the third. She didn't do any of that. And because we wasn't donating any money to her, we wasn't saying, "Okay, Tamika, we are gonna make sure you got a tr- we got a fund aside. We she, we didn't say we gonna make sure you got a fund aside, Tamika, so you could be able to feed your family, you could still be able to travel where you need to go, so you can continue to do the great work that you're doing." No, we didn't do that, but we get upset with the sister because she took a Cadillac commercial. So I'm trying to figure out how we can make it make sense. We got to make it make sense. That's all because the problem I have with the commercial is not with Tamika Mallory, but it's about the messaging. It's about the messaging of the actual commercial that she more than likely had no control over. She more than likely had no control over the message. And see, this is the thing when you get in bed with the enemy, when you get in bed with the enemy, you got to understand who you dealing with. See, they'll come and make promises to you that they have no intention to keep it, but they'll make promises and make you sign a contract and tell you all of the beautiful things that you're going to get up front when you sign this contract. But then they have full creative control over the content that's going out. So as you do this and you get paid, And in your mind, the direction of it is supposed to represent one thing. And when they put it out on the back end, it's a whole nother show. But guess who faces on the front of it? Yours. And this is why I said black leadership in the atmosphere that they're creating, because there's a disconnect between certain individuals who have influence and they need and should come under the umbrella of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. And the reason why I say that is because the minister is the one that has been doing this the longest and has a better knowledge of the enemy and what you should do. So if we would humble ourselves, seek counsel on different things that we're doing, then we'll have a better understanding of the enemy and the ability to deal wisely with him in negotiation. We are 400 years behind the eight ball in negotiation with this individual. The Caucasian has been in business four hundred years. You were still enslaved when he was doing business. And you think you're gonna go to the negotiation table with him and be able to negotiate properly without the proper wisdom? So I think the best way to address this is that we should advise those who have the influence and that are making these moves on behalf of the black community, speaking truth to power and things of that nature. We have to get on one accord and understanding where we should be seeking counsel from on a general level so that we don't get mixed up and confused in some of these situations that Sister Tamika Mallory is receiving backlash for now. See? Because this 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 dude, the enemy, is wise. He's not in power because he's a dummy. He's in power because he knows exactly what he's doing. And there are three sciences that they never taught us that we are just coming into the knowledge of. So those three sciences are the science of mating. Science of business and the science of warfare. So if you were never taught the science of business and the science of warfare, how do you expect yourself to be able to negotiate with a man that knows the science of business and knows the science of warfare? How do you expect to compete? Because business is warfare. Contracts, negotiations, deals, all of that's part of business. How do you expect to compete compete if you was never taught the sciences of, 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 of business and warfare? It's not fair. See? Hello Yemen in the building. Peace and blessing family. Make sure that y'all share this out. Make sure we get this on all uh platforms we share this via um Facebook, sharing it out to all your family and friends family. If you tapping in from YouTube like my brother Yemen, make sure you like Make sure you subscribe hit that bell stay notified each and every time we drop a video but we're talking about to make a mallory in the cadillac commercial and also the atmosphere being created by black leadership and black media family and again like i said just stay tuned stay in here with your brother because we're going to be uh sharing some words from the honorable minister louis farrakhan that's going to help to bring this full circle but what happens is and i'm going to tell you what i'm seeing what i'm seeing is us those in black leadership, those who have influence, creating the atmosphere of uh, vitriol between one another. You have different media personalities going at other black media personalities. Now, I'm not saying that you have no right to critique. I'm not saying that you don't have the ability to challenge the ideas, challenge the ideology, right? I don't, I'm not saying that you don't critique anyone, but what I'm saying is that we have to always stay conscious. All general orders are in effect. We have to always be conscious of the open enemy who is there amongst us to keep the division going and to take the words that we say and use them against us. That's why it's so important to think before you speak. That's why it's so important that you shouldn't rush to get on this or rush to do this on Twitter, on Facebook, on any of these social media platforms, because once it's gone, it's already gone and see, they're going to be watching and using those things to try to build a case. If you are one who is influential enough. And what happens is when they notice that there's infighting going on, among those who are supposed to be in leadership, they exacerbate the madness. This is basic corn pro one-on-one they exacerbate the madness. And they they use us against each other to create an atmosphere. So that one that's caught up in the mist can be harmed. And then they can blame it on black leadership. See, I I'm, I'm gonna do it again. That's what they wanna do. They wanna create the atmosphere, then set it up, cause harm to one of us, and then blame it on black leadership and black influence. And I'm warning us that we need to be careful about that because what happens is those of us who go and attack our sister, Tamika Mallory, after she defended not only the Honorable Brother Minister Louis Farrakhan, but stood on that defense and all of her work that she's done with our people, with our women, for us to now attack and criticize her for a financial decision that she made, not because we was securing her financially. So she had to go out and secure herself financially, be unwillingly used as tools and pawns to create an atmosphere where some of our open enemies may want to do harm to our system. And then are able to justify the harm because other things that we said. So then when we come out and speak up, speak out against what happened, they can say, "Well, this is what you said about her. And this is what you said about her." And then we have no leg to stand on. So, we have to be very careful with the words that we use and we have to be uh sure that and conscious that we are critiquing and ridiculing and even rebuking with love talk to me rebuking with love so check this out this is going to be this is this is this is heavy right here make sure you share this out family share this out mm. so i also listen to Dr. Boyce Watkins, in his perspective on the Tamika Mallory situation. And he brought up a very, very good point that I want to bring up to you all as well, that I think is something that we should uh, study. He talked about, hold on, I got it right. A new black leadership class that's kind of, that's being created. Among it, Tamika Mallory, your Sean Kings of the World. And you saw where victims, the mothers of the victims, that a lot of these social rights leaders represented, <laughs> come out and rebuke these leaders, saying that they have used our trauma, used the family's trauma to propel themselves into celebrity status of starter. And what Dr. Boyce Watkins highlighted was something he called these civil rights superstars, you know, civil rights elites where, because while our sister Tamika Mallory has done beautiful work and she obviously, as I mentioned several times, Defended the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. She's also a student of brother Reverend Al Shopton. She comes out of that line. She mentored under brother Reverend Al Shopton, So she comes from that line of the civil rights movement ideology. Well, the thing with the civil rights movement ideology is that most of the, uh, fight after Dr. Martin Luther King, because Dr. Martin Luther King, in the last year of his life, met with the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and stated in an interview that he regretted that he had integrated his people into a burning building and that integration may have been a mistake. He started speaking out on the war and he also talked about economic retribution and using our economic power to achieve something tangible. Other than the right to vote. See, Brother Martin Luther King, uh, you know, when he was early in the mission, he was dreaming. What Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said if you're dreaming, that means you're still asleep. But a wide awake man or woman is having a vision because a vision means that you awake and that it's a reality that has not yet come forth yet. Wait a minute. See a vision is that you, it's something that you see, but it's a, it's a reality that has not come forth yet, but you're not asleep. So we can't continue to say I have a dream because that means that you are sleeping. And while you sleeping, the enemy is around here doing things, the enemy around here, building the enemy around here, plotting the enemies around here, manipulating and putting pieces paces into putting pieces into place to keep his self in power and to keep you in a position of servitude. Talk to me. Business is always warfare family. So the enemy doing things, he building, like I said, his world, this is the white man's world. Whether you want to believe it or not is his world. Why? Because he, has taken everything that he said he wanted to do in this world and made it a reality. And that by definition is a God, which just means a being of force and power. So if a being of force and power has been able to create a world and bring into existence, his way of life, that's his world. Now, if you're dealing with one who is exercising that godship, then the only way that you're able to deal with that type one is that you bring a godship to the fight. That means you have to have a certain level of wisdom in order to enter the ring. And, and unfortunately, black people have been entering the ring and been getting knocked out each and every time. You go in the ring, you're not a crypt with the proper tools you haven't been training and understanding the proper knowledge having the proper wisdom the proper interpretation the proper language to deal with one exercising that godship and then you wonder why you keep losing you wonder why you keep getting beat you wonder why you haven't seen much progress you wonder why we still singing we shall overcome it's because you haven't sit, seek the counsel of one who has the wisdom to defeat Satan. You haven't sought the counsel of the one who has been anointed to destroy the wicked, and that is the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So what happens and what you're seeing with a lot of our leadership now—they're being manipulated with the uh, the stories in the back and forth that could create an atmosphere that could get our sister Tamika Mallory hurt. After all of the work she's done for our community. A lot of us sit back on the internet and talk about what's going on and have all of these different opinions and have all of these different, uh, you know, views and things of that nature, but we're not the ones that's actively doing the work. We're not the ones that's actually out there in the field. Because see, when you in the field, it's a different type of vibe going on when you out there in the field, it's a different type of vibe going on, because now if you're actually doing the work now, the enemies is on you. Wait a second. You didn't hear what I said. I said, when you out there in the field, it's a different type of vibe, because when you are doing good work, now you get on the enemy's radar. I told you earlier, our sister Tamika Mallory is on the enemy's radar. Now, why would we then understanding that she is on the enemy's radar for defending our man? Will we come out in the public and attack our sister over a Cadillac commercial. It's because we lack the knowledge and we still emotional babies in our foolishness that will cause and create a situation that we will then regret later on. So Dr. Boyce Watkins and his show. In his perspective, he talked about these civil rights elites. He talked about this mindset that was born out of the civil rights movement that really only provided symbols without substance. It went over your head. It went over your head. What the civil rights ideology produced is a lot of good leadership, those who are charismatic, those who can speak. You have Reverend Al Shoft and Brother Jesse Jackson, but you have a lot of symbols without substance, family symbols without substance. What is the end goal? What is the purpose? What is the, what, what, what are we looking to attain after we get justice? Because it's easy to create a hashtag. It's easy to march in protest. It's easy to hold prayer visuals, but what's happening after we receive the justice that we're crying about. What is the plan? What is the infrastructure? What is the system that we're going to put in place so that we don't continue to have to go into another case. But it seems like those who come out of that civil rights movement and that era and that ideology just to be ambulance chasers, wait a minute. I said it, I said it, it seems like we're just ambulance chasers as brother Boyce Watkins mentioned, he talked about the management of black trauma. Are you here just to manage black trauma each and every time you look at Sean King's page, he's just posting up trauma. After trauma, after trauma, bringing attention to it, highlighting it. But what are we putting in place family that will allow us to stop the trauma? And those in leadership are responsible for doing that sister Rama. We should be putting systems in place so that we're not having to deal with continued trauma. It's not healthy. It's really not healthy for us to continue to have to see and watch trauma over and over again. So the management of black trauma seems to be the role of a lot of these who are birthed out of that civil rights ideology. See, Because they cannot really tell us what the end goal is. They cannot tell us what we're trying to do, what we're trying to build, but yet and still there's always another case that we got to go. There's always another family. There's always another mother that has to be consoled after the death of her child. What are we putting in place that will stop the death of unarmed black men and black women? What are we doing to actually fix the problem instead of Constantly creating symbols without substance. Am I making sense? If Satan can create envy and jealousy among us, he can create a mindset that is the product for murder. Absolutely. Absolutely. Praise belongs to Allah we got to look at this thing now. And like I said, we love the work that any of these uh, people have done of good for our people. So this is not a campaign or a bashing on any of our people. But I want to read this scripture uh, from the Quran. Surah 14 verse 22, because this is the mindset. This is the mindset of the enemy. Check this out. It says, and the devil will say when the matter is decided, surely Allah promised you a promise of truth, and I promised you then failed you. And I had no authority over you except that I called you and you obeyed me. So blame not, so blame me not, but blame yourselves. I cannot come to your help nor can you come to my help? I deny your associating me with Allah before. Surely for the unjust is a painful chastisement. Now that's heavy right there because Satan, which a lot of us be following, said that he had no authority over you except that he called you and you obeyed me. So blame me not, but blame yourselves. So when we sit up there and like to say, oh, well, the devil made me do this and the devil doing this and. Devil ain't do nothing because he told you he promised you, but failed you. Meaning none of the promises that he ever gives you, he ever intends to follow through, nor can he fulfill the promises that he gives you. So when that happens, we have to be able to recognize that and then realize that we're being put in a game and be able to get ourselves out of it before it's too late. But what happens is because a lot of this ideology that comes from the civil rights house, everybody. All right. You understand? We know, we, we we know the white man is a little off, but he he, he's all right. Family, you know, we can't, we, we, we have to include, we love everybody. We love to have alliances with everyone. We have to work with the women's movement and the feminist movement. And you know, because. This is what we have to do. And the problem with that, the problem with that is when we're not be first, nor do we have a proper knowledge of the nature of the enemy. Then when we want to include everyone in, then what happens is they come in and then they co-opt the agenda, they co-opt what initially was black lives matter that sparked from the death of an unarmed black man, but they co-opted the movement. And now the movement is more or less not black lives matter of the unarmed that was slain, but black lives matter in the rearrangement of the black family. Because when you go onto their website, there's no mention of there being A black male in the family. And then we also understand that the organizers of BLM now are part of the LGBT community and we're not saying that we have any issues with our brothers and sisters in the LGBT community, but this is another example of our movements being co-opted, taken over. Being ruled by someone other than ourselves, and this is what we see. This is what we see. While they sister Pamela. This is what's going on. So our sister Tamika Mallory does the Cadillac commercial. I wasn't in the negotiating room. I I don't know what was said what she signed up for, but I don't believe our sister signed up to receive backlash from our community to say that she's a sellout. I don't believe that she did that. What I do believe is when you get in bed with these multi-million-dollar corporations, you have to be careful. And if you're not careful, you can be manipulated, shaped, used as a pawn to stir up your own people that they plan on turning on you. So our sister, while having good intentions while thinking that she's able to promote and uplift the black woman, which is a beautiful thing. We should always uplift our black woman because if it wasn't for the black woman, there would be no us. There would be no great black leaders that you speak of today. There would be no Marcus Garvey, no Malcolm X, no Dr. Martin Luther King. There would be no prophets of God, no Moses. No, Jesus, no prophet Muhammad peace be upon him. If it wasn't for the womb of a black woman, the original woman of the planet earth, see the woman is the second self of God. Her womb is the workshop of God. And in that workshop of God, where life is being developed, the only people that are present is Allah and the black woman they're assisting in the creation of life and in the forming of that life it is the woman in her submission totally and completely to allah which helps to create a full and total submission in the life that she's bringing into existence where you get these mighty prophets of god so we always elevate the black woman. No doubt about that. So don't even get in the comment section, thinking crazy, talking crazy, saying that we don't want to support our women and the work that they're doing is absolutely false. So as our sister wanted to promote and uplift the black woman and her work in our sojourn in America, they're also. Was that dash of feminism that was thrown in there? See, see, that was a, that was the curveball. Whoop, whoop! They hit you with the curveball. See, they uplift the black woman, but then they don't even mention the black man. Now, I know many of you, you know, want to say that black men ain't shh. Well, that's not true. A lot of us ain't sh, and we working. But for those of us who are doing, striving to be good fathers. Our good brothers, our good husbands have healthy relationships, take care of our children on the forefront of the liberation struggle, have our stuff together, felt offended by the Cadillac commercial, offended by the website of BLM, offended because we understand, those of us who are studied, that there is a constant assault on the black man in America. Why? Because when there's the alpha black man born and the an alpha black man put before the world, then that means that is the end of Satan's rule. See the white Caucasian alpha male can't rule when the black man comes into his own identity. See, when he understands his role, he understands his power. He's the direct descendant better yet. He's the Khalifa, huh? One to stand in the place of God. when we understand that power, then the enemy has no chance. So there's always a constant assault against the black man. You got prison to pipeline, you have the streets, you have drugs, you have crack cocaine that came into our communities. you have a depopulation control through birth control you have the sterilization of black women to keep black men from being born now you have chemical warfare you have homosexuality as they put you in prison shout out to Joe Biden huh and Bill Clinton as they put you in the prison then they have transferred to you through homosexual acts and uh enforced rape aids to our black men who come out of jail and then spread that throughout the community. Again, like like I mentioned, drugs, poison food, poison water, poison air, all in our community, directed at the black my, man. Why? To effeminize him. Because when you destroy the man, that's how you're able to control and take over a nation. Because the man is who protects the women and children. So if you destroy the man, there is no women and children left with any defenses. So they only have to submit to the man that has won. You understand what I'm saying? So this assault that's being taken out and on and unleashed on the black man in America. It's coming in multiple different ways. Now, one of the ways is through the feminist movement that you want to say that all men are nothing. And that it's a woman's world now. When in our culture, we always work in balance in tandem with our female counterparts in our history. We always had women in leadership. See, it didn't come into this patriarchal, uh, European imperialism until the white boy hit the scene and treated his women, the way he treated her. She created the feminist movement. She created the woman's movement. And then you want to go join her movement against your man, because that movement excludes the man. So the white girl wanted to get rid of her man. You join her movement. Want to get rid of yours. Which is the whole plan, because if you destroy the family, you destroy a nation. See, family is the cornerstone of a nation. I'm gonna say it again. family is the cornerstone of nation. And when you destroy the family, you destroy the nation. So this is what's happening. So in the commercial, the messaging, that our sister Tamika Mallory was a part of, but it wasn't her idea. Promoted the elevation of the black woman without her counterpart, the black man. And promoted some other things that we're not gonna get into. And then they left our sister Tamika out there to be the face of that commercial. And we took the bait and started to attack our sister. So, that's all I got to say on it. I don't have no problems with my sister, Tamika Mallory, using other ways to bring finances into her home. Again, long as she did not compromise her morals for it, I don't mind her Working out partnerships because we have to have that, especially in our community, when our people don't take care of those who try to take care of us. So when we try to do these things and, you know, work on the front lines and do uh, things to work in the liberation struggle, black people don't want to pay. Black people don't want to take care of their own. But then when we decide that we're going to create a course and engage in wise capitalism, then you're going to say, well, the information is supposed to be free brother. You said you was with the people, black power, right? You was all on that talking that black power. You supposed to be with the people. But now all of a sudden you, you selling us courses the, the information free. Knowledge will be free. Like what, beloved? You, you pay, you pay Howard to go to Howard. You paying them, you paying? Clark Atlanta, you paying VCU? You 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 playing Harvard? You playing Southern Cal? You you paying them to go to school, and then you coming out of there in debt, and then going to get you a job that's sixty thousand dollars a year, and you don't went there and got yourself in hundred and sixty thousand dollars a debt. You ain't complaining about that. You ain't attacking Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae over there, huh? Sally Mae, excuse me, Sally Mae and Fannie Mae. Even one over there talking about them, talking about the information supposed to be free. You, you ain't got nothing to say about that, but you go come to me because I, I took time out of my life to learn how to do something and do something proficiently and say, Hmm, let me help my people, because this may be a way to help freedom from their jobs. Let me teach them how they can grow on social media. Let me teach them how they can create a podcast. Let me teach them how they can learn how to video edit and I'll sell it to them for a reasonable price. I'm giving them all of the game. I'm telling them exactly what I did. You can see my success. And then the first day we said that nigga scam, that nigga scamming. You can go and learn how to uh, vid- edit videos on YouTube, but yet, and still these people are on the front line, speaking truth to power. You understand me? They're trying to see our people free, which was the ultimate goal of the liberation struggle and the whole purpose that our ancestors died was to see us free, not see us as servants, not see us as slaves, not see us as begging, not see us asking for more wick and more food stamps and more welfare and voting more white people into the, the office to rule you. That's not what our ancestors died for. So stop lying to the children, talking about some, our ancestors died to vote. They didn't die for that. They died to be free and the white man gave them the right to vote. They was already dying and the vote came right in as you took your last breath and then you go perpetuate, no, they died for the right to vote. That's why you ain't supposed to take your children and send them to the enemy to teach them because they teaching them that foolishness, that madness. And um, you know, we all victims of the public school system. So you got the same education and then you repeating that to the children. Now that's why I know we know better. We know better now. There's no more excuses. If you don't know, then sit them down in front of somebody that do know and let them teach them something and not the enemy. Nobody in their right mind sends their children to the enemy to have them educated. You don't see no Jews running around to black school. You don't see no Asians running around to black school. I know growing up, you might've saw one Asian in the whole school. He was an anomaly, but they're not sending their children to be educated by us. They educating their own children. The Jews educating their own children. Everybody's educating their own children. So why they understand their culture? They understand their religion. They understand their history. They understand what their purpose is and how they can continue the family legacy. We the only ones running around here singing Kumbaya. Everything going to be all right. Want to hang with everybody. Rainbow coalitions and all that foolishness. That's why we can't never get nothing done. That's why we are not being productive because we, su- we spend too much time trying to include everybody when we are the most damaged and need the most repair. And that's the problem with that civil rights ideology for those like Tamika Mallory and Sean King that come and try to teach and preach, get you to vote Satan versus the devil. We already understand that. So come on family, let's not make this about Cadillac trucks, but let's talk about the hidden hand that will create atmospheres to have our leaders and our people hurt. You understand? So, what I'm about to do is I'm about to uh, play the words of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because he touches on this subject heavily. And uh, then we're gonna close the show after that, family. So, uh, shout out to Sister uh, Rama that's been in the building uh Indiana watching from Germany while Lakeham Salaam Germany in the building sister um men in love is always here to show love sister Pamela in the building so I appreciate everybody in the chat uh so let me go ahead and pull up the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan because he's gonna lay this out for us and then after this we are gonna go home we're gonna go home after this but I think this is apropos all right All right, family, so listen to this. The Honorable Brother Minister Farrakhan. I think a wise man
0: would listen to his or her critics. Sister Julianne Malvo was a very strong critic of mine. And when I had the privilege to talk to my sister I thanked her. Why do you you thank somebody who criticizes you? Because your friends sometimes are not real good friends if they don't tell you the thing that you need to hear. So when my sister criticized me, I loved her more because I saw her as honest, as a strong black woman, Mm who was not gonna let a strong black man get away with what she thought I might be getting away with. Mm. This is a wonderful dialogue. Mm-hmm. Here's my concern. You know, in the barber shop and in the beauty parlor, we say a lot of things. But when Ice Cube took the barbershop out of the barbershop into the public square, and then words were spoken about Dr. King and um, Rosa Parks and Reverend Jackson, See, I said to my brother, I said, brother, you have to remember that this is a movie that will live long after we are gone. And to say what was said about Dr. King, maybe 50 years from now, that movie will be brought up. And I say, this is what these black people thought of Dr. King and reverse the holiday. Now, what I'm looking at is not our conversation, because our conversation is around that word love. We love our brother, and even if we have some disappointment or some dissatisfaction, I was always hoping that what was said would be without any vitriol. Because vitriol poisons the communication. Nobody at this table spoke with vitriol, but spoke with passion.
3: Hold on, family. I'm going to get it to the other video. Now, I have spoken with passion on several occasions.
0: (laughs) And the next day, I wouldn't recognize my words because there are those outside of this table that will interpret or misinterpret what went on here today. I'm gonna say this to America. When my brother Jesse Jackson was running for president, a great controversy arose. When I stood up to defend him, I was called the new black Hitler. An atmosphere was being created by the media where my brother could have been assassinated because others feared his run for the presidency of the United States. My concern for us is this. President Obama is our brother. What can we expect from him? We have many black mayors, but the condition of black people in the cities has not changed. We've had black governors, but the condition of black people in those states where we have black governors has not appreciably changed. So having a black president, and I like the analogy of our brother Jackie Robinson, because he had to be of a certain mind to suffer what he suffered to open a door for others that came behind him. He suffered much and died because of the tremendous pressure that's on him. President Obama has aged during the campaign, even before becoming the president. You've seen his hair turn gray because he's dealing with things. Some of us may not appreciate what our brother is dealing with. I want to, if I may, just a few things because I want to address the media because there are writers who will interpret this meeting. And maybe when we read it, in the new york times that is here today or the washington post or the chicago tribune or the new york post or papers that don't like obama to begin with today i read just this morning that the brother-in-law of netanyahu of israel went on national radio to say that Obama was anti-Semitic An anti-Semite is in the White House. Of course, Netanyahu backed away from his brother-in-law's statement, but the point is Obama is not loved in Israel because he had the chutzpah, I guess you could say. That's a Jewish term that meant testicular fortitude.
2: Minister Farrakhan, it could just mean nerve, It yeah. could just mean nerve, you did not have to go there for the record. <laughs> Let's not genderize this conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I didn't mean it that way, but thank you.
2: I, I'll accept that. Yeah.
0: He had the nerve.
2: Thank you. <laughs> Ovarian audacity. <laughs>
3: Not generalize
0: the conversation. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. On, uh, on, this, on, wait. On, this is this is wonderful. Everybody <laughs> say I in love. In love. I want to finish. All right. May <laughs> I finish my point? Though? Yes, you may. Yes, you may. <laughs> when the twelve members of the Jewish organizations visited the Oval Office to press him about not pushing Israel um, for the uh, settlements in the West Bank, and he had the nerve to push back and say, you got nothing under Bush, and he stood up. Well, he's suffering now. This attack on the president is real. I would not want them to think we are a part of their right. motivation and their attack
3: on our brother. Please hear me. And that's one of the uh, points that I was bringing up about our sister Tamika Mallory and how we can be used as tools, And the people can be deceived in a way to think that we are a part of the conversation that will create division and animosity among us that can set up a dangerous atmosphere for her. That was my point. And that's what the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is talking about with the Dialogue that was going around president Obama, as he was in office and all of the black leadership was saying brother has to do something for black people. He hasn't come and did anything for the black communities. What is he doing? And we were saying it in a way that could be misconstrued by the media outlets. So the minister's highlighting that point with President Obama and that's the same principle that I'm trying to highlight with sister Tamika Mallory and those of us today on social media. So back to the minister. Just wanted to say that
0: when a Baptist preacher could stand up in his church and say that he's offering precatory Prayers. I right. never heard the word before, so I had to look it up. Right. But it meant that he was praying that God would kill President Obama. Right. Now they have our brother as a socialist, and they've shown him now with Hitler's mustache. They are demonizing him. And this is feeding that racist element in this country that would like to take him out.
3: And I'm talking about assassination. Again, highlighting the fact that they are using us to demonize our system and they know what buttons to push. So they know who to send. And have the sister come and be a part of what they're doing. So they know what buttons to push. So they'll have her in a Cadillac commercial. Because they know that a lot of black people drive Cadillacs. So they'll know to get her to deal with Cadillac. Have her come out and talk about liberating black women. And we understand that she's a heavy influence in the black community. We know about her partnership with my son and the work and the things that he stands on so she has good credibility she has a good face card let's go ahead and put her out there and then slide our message in the back door and allow them to vilify and demonize her that sets the atmosphere because remember in the COINTELPRO, pro as they were going through the roll call of all of the black leadership at the time remember They talked about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. They talked about Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Right. And what was the thing that they said about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad? They said he would be a threat, but wasn't so much because of his age. So then they started to focus more of their attention on who Dr. Martin Luther King and on Malcolm X, because they were the younger. So if you look at the atmosphere now and some of their minds, they would Think now, just think about this. The honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is up in age. So they would say that he was a threat, but not so much now because of his age. Look at that. Look at that. So now they have to focus and hone in on those younger ones in the movement that seem to be making noise. So I'm not going to name any names, but it's so many who have influence on social media, who have been out there in the limelight, doing interviews and discussing and highlighting the issues that's been going on in the black community. So now COINTEL 2.0 can focus his energy on the younger ones and start to put the press on them and use us to set that, to set that atmosphere, family. This is what the minister is talking about. He came
0: into office riding on a train from Philadelphia to Washington because that was the path of Lincoln. He is more akin to the Kennedy brothers than many, he's very lovable and likable and popular and beautiful. And his wife, the most beautiful black woman to be by his side with beautiful black children that they have styled her Mm -hmm. as a chimpanzee. Oh man! Yeah. So I'm concerned today of how this media will interpret the good thing that Tavis Smiley and all of us gathered at this table are here to do, which is to say to our brother president, think about us, yes. speak, and you use your bully to encourage people to give justice because Martin Luther King said it is not your power that makes you great it is a nation's righteousness that makes them great and he said he how would you like to be remembered he said I want to be remembered as a drum major For justice. And at this table, out of love for our brother, we are calling him to fight for justice for
3: those deprived of it. And while the other clip is going to be playing in a second, but if, and this is what I was talking about, We're in the liberation struggle together because we are seeking justice for our people. And this is what we're asking of all of our people and not to get caught up in some of the enemy's traps. But sometimes our passion can be misinterpreted on purpose from the enemy. Come on, brother minister.
0: The racist element in this country, which is very strong, mm-hmm. decide that if the health be- uh, uh, bill passes, Obama is winning. He's gone past the Republicans now, but he's fighting with his own Democratic brethren who have been hamstringing him as well.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's walking a very tight rope with no safety net under it. Mm. Now, if the media mistakes our loving critique, admonition, rebuke, an exhortation to our brother yeah, mm, yeah, tell it, and then say tell it. Mm, yeah. that we hate him right. and then use this as a stamp of approval on a death warrant for our brother, mm. then none of us will ever be able to stand in front of our people again if they believe that we join this conversation right, right. as haters of our brother.
3: Last point, family. Last point, and I'm gonna let the minister take it on out. And that's exactly what I was trying to say about our sister Tamika Mallory family. We cannot allow our loving critique of our sister and the uh, ideology and some of the uh, company that she runs with to try to bring about a change in our community. Do not allow the enemy on social media to create differences that divide us that they can then misinterpret and say that we had a problem with our sister that can lead to something harmful for her and her family. This is what I want us to understand. And not just with her, but with any of our quote unquote people that have influence and leadership, we must make sure that we are careful with the words that we use, careful in the condemnation and understanding that we come in and love and constantly be mindful of the enemy that rolls in the media that looks to take your words and use them against you family this is the point i was making and i want us to always be conscious because we are at war we are at war i'm gonna let the honorable mr lewis farrakhan take us out on that one family you gonna take us out i'm gonna go ahead and jump off the camera because the camera actually ready to die so and I'm gonna let the minister go ahead and take it on out. If you like to donate, you see it scrolling across the bottom of the screen, family. Yeah.
0: So we want to make that very clear. Love, 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 very clear. Now, last point I'm making.
3: Come on, remember, brother minister.
0: Come on now.
3: Very clear.
0: If you don't like our brother. Vote him out. We cannot, we can bear to lose an election, but we cannot bear to make Michelle and her children fatherless and husbandless as we saw with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And I'm warning, you, America, they got it on YouTube should he be assassinated.
1: That's right. And
0: nobody's jumping on the preacher who's praying that God kills him. Right. See, this is real in America when you disturb the powers that run things. I'll close with this. Our brother was selected before he was elected. Mm. Wait, wait a minute. Now all of you know something about kingmakers. When people in back rooms come to somebody who's popular somebody who's intelligent that don't speak with a negro dialect come on. a light-skinned negro well. that is non-threatening to white people because they can see themselves in him because he's part them and part us right. this is political scheming, which Senator Reed got involved in, he didn't mean no harm. He was just talking about the white mentality.
2: Right. That's right.
0: So now, when you select a man, the man may never know what your purpose was. Because I understand that his initial victory in Iowa was financed largely by Goldman Sachs. I don't know the truth. That's what I've read. Mm -hmm. Now look, who selected a junior senator that hadn't even got his foot wet in the Senate and made him believe that he from that position could become president of the United States. I suggest to you that the people that looked at him and saw his brilliance saw that that brilliance could be used for a purpose that was not our agenda. Now, I'm closing now. The people that chose him know the time that we are living at the end of America's rule as a great power in the world. Now you have to face it, she's bankrupt. What are you gonna do when the dollar is worth nothing? They are printing money out of thin air to back these programs. So my brother may be disappointing some that thought he would be what maybe he has the nerve
3: not to be. So family, there you have it. The honorable brother minister Louis Farrakhan and giving us that beautiful example of what happened with the dialogue around president Obama and how the media could have used our critique of him to assassinate him we have to always be mindful that the same thing is well in play today and that all general orders are in effect and that we definitely need to uh stay mindful of that as we address certain issues and things that happen uh on these different platforms so i thank you for watching thank you for listening you have the ability to go ahead and donate you see it scrolling across the bottom right here if you enjoyed this show tonight if we said anything of value anything that you could use family uh, then please make sure you share 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 on youtube like hit the bell so you can stay notified each and every time we drop a video family and share this out to as many people as possible because uh, we certainly appreciate you uh, so we going to go ahead and slide on up out of here, family. And we're going to take us out on that 400 years by my brother, Benex.
0: You don't tell the white man that you're willing to go back and cut no underbrush. We already did that once. If we have to do it again, that's
2: not progress. Hell no. Get out of the cities and the
3: towns. Alaikum, family. You don't tell- I leave you in the greeting words of peace, as we say it in the Arabic language of Asalam alaikum.
0: You don't tell the white man that you're willing to go back and
2: We've been lacking reactor. And the more lacking reactor, we, we standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. waking up now, we don't need no more trapping Cause we know these niggas actin'. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got enough rapping for 400 years we've been lacking reactor.